morning or good afternoon or when I say hello people what I really mean is hello listener how are you (laughs) hope you're keeping well we've come to the last episode of this series wow can't believe it yeah so for this episode I'd like to say good morning good day good evening good afternoon listener Welcome to Ferguson Harrington Hawks. I'm Ferguson. I'm Harrington. And I'm Hawks. Good morning, good afternoon, evening. Adorable. (laughs) Hey, can you believe that we've managed to get to the end of a series? Can you believe it? (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) And Neil really can't believe it. (laughs) His face. He's he's like, have we really made it this far? Sorry, Neil. It's been a bit of a journey. Neil has to work with us. Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's my penance. It's been wonderful, hasn't it, right? It's been a test, as always. We've certainly learned a lot. I'm liking the new <laughs> branding. Are you liking the new branding? I love it because, you know, we've really gone all out with our new, um, you know, design stuff, haven't we? It's a Fiona... Uh, who's been my design girl for like 25 years and, and I love her dearly um, and she's done all my albums and my websites and all that kind of stuff so I brought Fiona into the fold didn't I and didn't she just yeah. do a wonderful job and we've got she all sorts of it. new people in the team we've got the lovely yeah. Bethan who's doing our socials Bethan. amazing yeah. and Mark and Mark well. yeah. Mark periodically you know, I know. <laughs> doesn't it feel good to have a team we have a team you said we the do. word Ches right it's magic isn't it <laughs> delegation is what we need I feel like with the new uh, graphics and all that it's a bit like when you get yourself a new haircut <laughs> it is like yeah, that. yeah. yeah. when you go oh look at me with my new haircut right it just looks all very professional doesn't it it's like oh it's yeah. actually real it's a real thing it's not just the three of us getting together over a cup of coffee and uh, having a chat it's actually a thing except it it is it, it is that as well it is. Right? It is and all pass off as being professional <laughs> right brilliant Look, I'm going to steer this because I'm looking at the clock, right? And we've oh. had a few technical issues uh, I love issues your today. clock watching. So we're going to get on to our quote yeah. as we've got some guests rocking up very, very soon. Uh-huh. So the quote from today's guests is Scottish, as they themselves are Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slightly worried about this. Now, before we recorded, I practised my Scottish accent. It's been a murder. <laughs> it's been a murder. And then proceeded to completely insult and bastardise the whole country and culture. Oh. So I've decided I'm not even going to attempt it now that we're recording. Um, but in English, it said as... What's for you won't go by you. So I'm just going to hand this one over to you, Lynn, to make it more authentic. Shall, shall I try? Mm. Yes, please, no. please do it properly and spare us all yeah. my attempts it at a Scottish what's accent. What's for you won't go by you, which means um, what you're destined to have, you will have. Mm. It's a thing about fate. You know, whenever yeah. stuff mm. um, goes wrong or whatever, or you're waiting for... Um, the result of a test or an interview. Mm. And my mum and dad would always say, well, what's for you won't go by you, which means if if you're meant to have it, you'll have it. Does it work the other way around as well? Like what's what's not for you will not come to you that type you know it's like it can be in the other way around as well uh-huh. right so that's you the know, english you... version <laughs> right <laughs> if you look at the chat section of the platform here i've just typed the scottish spelling of it for you so you just click on the, the chat, chat there in the corner yeah, yeah. i see okay. yeah well. i'm not going to attempt that With either no go by you i tell you what i could give you the street talk translation okay, it's chill bread bin if shit's going to happen shit's going to happen yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. if shit's going to happen shit's going to happen and the is and what's not for you will <laughs> of course go by you 
<laughs> Anyone for tea? Is no, that Serbatonese? No, is that your no, finest Serbatonese? No, that's not my accent. I'm not doing the accents this morning. I think we've murdered enough on this. Pashtun murder. murder. There's been a murder. There's been a murder. There really was a murder. <laughs> yeah, uh. yeah. So why is why is fate so important to a lot of people then? What do you reckon? So. Do you know what I think though is like there's if I look at my life, there's been times where I've been uh, really upset that something didn't go my way, right? Where I'd be like, oh my god, mm. I can't believe that's happened. And then when I look back on it, I'm like, oh I'm my so god, so glad that didn't thank happen. Thank God. Yeah. That didn't happen, right? Yeah, because so something I, I else think... often comes along, doesn't yeah. it? You know, that, that you yeah. don't expect, you least expect, you know. So because you didn't do that thing, yeah. something else came along that was even better. Or that you were being taken care of. The one that certainly springs to my mind is, um, was it th- before the pandemic, uh, all those years ago, before mm-hmm. the pandemic... <laughs> was there pre-pandemic? I was up for a really... I know there was a pre-pandemic. <laughs> I was up for a really um, impressive TV job here, right? Like yes. a kind of fortune-changer TV job yeah. where, you know, change your life. And it was down to me and one other person. And I, and they actually even pencilled me for the shoot dates and everything. It was all that stuff. But if I'd gotten the job, I wouldn't have been able to go back to Scotland for my nephew's wedding. Mm. And uh, see the family, right? Right. I'd have mm-hmm. to have been here shooting, and uh, just uh, came down to the wire, and then they went with the other person. Mm. And so then I went to Scotland, and I had a great time with my family, and I saw my friend Ashley, and we hung out. We hadn't hung out properly for years. We went out for yeah. dinner, and we had like a really cool time. And mm. then um, later on, obviously the pandemic happened. I hadn't seen my family for years, right? But I spent that time with them and also then my friend Ashley died so if I'd yeah so if I'd had the job sure it would have changed my life and financially and I'd be all part of the mucky mucks but I would much (laughs) would you still be here with us though Lynn (laughs) yeah well part of the mucky mucks is (laughs) <laughs> we, are, we are part of the mucky Oh, that's right. doesn't get much right? muckier than this, sister. Uh, so I think that's yeah. what I mean. I mean, I actually wouldn't uh, swap that time with my family or with Ashley, who is my family, for mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah. yeah. So Invaluable. Yeah, and we've all been in those situations, haven't we? Like my my youngest son is, uh, has, has been in a situation this last week where he's got amazing opportunity to do uh, what he really wants to do on stage, and it's like a really cool thing. But he's also been accepted to his absolute ideal school, uh, and uh, th- you c- he can't do both. He can't do both, so he's had this like torturous kind of. Uh, well, or I think that me and Chrissy were probably more tortured by it than he was, because he just went, "Well, I'm going to do the school, aren't I?" <laughs> so, like, yeah, you know. So yeah, you know, he knew his his destiny and uh, and chose it pretty quick and easy, you know. Yeah. But, you know, that that other thing may have led to... Who knows what it would have led to, or perhaps it wasn't going to be right for yeah. him, you know? so You can only really go with your gut in the end, but sometimes, yeah. e- even when that doesn't work out, you just have to go, right, OK, let it go. I think it's yeah. a really good statement f- to stop you fighting things that you can't really... That you have no control over anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah, of course, yeah. and and it's that power of no as well, isn't it? It's like no, I'm yeah. not doing that, and and just making it's like making that decision, and suddenly yeah. all the torture's gone. 
because you've made yeah. the decision yeah. and that's the way you're going. And it, it, it all lifts, doesn't yeah. it? There's a thing in stoicism. Oh, look. Stoicism. Oh, oh. right. Last episode, I'm <laughs> Come bringing on, out my stoics. Come on, there's just not enough stoicism. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> listener, there's a bit of stoics going on, right? <laughs> Uh, and Neil had a fair amount of Stoics coming out of him in the last episode, but that's an entirely not very not very story. many today. No, right? No, there's a thing in Stoicism where they say it's not the wound; it's the inflammation around the wound, right? Mm, yeah, you've that it's that not before, the actual yeah. damage; it's the it, the resistance mm. to the damage. And I I think what's for you won't go by you really helps with that. Where you're just like, okay. That was ouchy. That was a bit sore. <laughs> but you know what? It's probably going to work it. out fine. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Good. Well, I'm looking forward to these guests. I think yes. it's very exciting. We've got two. We have two. We have double guests. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's let do me. it. Let's do it. You know, normally Neil gets to do the exciting introduction thing, but this time I was like, no, you're not getting to do it because it's my pals. It's my pals. <laughs> and so you're not getting to do your introduction because that would be weird. It would be weird. <laughs> this is a, like it's the last episode of this series and I'm very, very excited to bring on my pals and two very important women who are also related. Now, if you've ever, like, that's an achievement. Yeah. yeah related. It's an achievement for me, I have to say. I know, right? You can't say in. You're not introduced yet. Sorry. You're not here yet. Sorry. And also, you can't interrupt because it's your mum's job to do the interrupting. That's what she's here for, <laughs> the whole interrupting thing. Look at her being all quiet and stuff, yeah. like, butter with milk. Anyway, if you've ever gone to... Don't you interrupt me. Sorry. (laughs) If you've ever gone to the Edinburgh Festival or you've ever even heard of Edinburgh or, in fact, Scotland, you will have heard of the Gilded Balloon, which has easily been one of the most influential uh, venues, uh, businesses, in terms of comedy um, in the last... Do you know, I'd say the last century, actually, because if it hadn't been for the Gilded Balloon, there'd be loads of people who just wouldn't exist. I mean, they would exist. <laughs> they you know exist. I mean? given a bu- <laughs> they would exist, right? And that they would be there of molecules, but we would never have heard of them. Yeah. Um, so I bring, we bring to this last episode the two women who are entirely responsible for the Gilded Balloon, Karen Corin and Katie Corin. Hello. Hello. Thank Hello. you for having us. Now, just so you know, Lynn, yeah. uh, Katie was in a huge rush to be born. She couldn't wait to leave my body. <laughs> I tell you, she was out there like a bloody shot. Is that what you're opening with? Good. <laughs> my opening line. <laughs> the one thing I'd like you to talk talk loads about is what would you boss like? women. Boss women? Mm. That's mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Well, not and just generally. Katie and I just... No. Know, <laughs> well, we can talk about everything, but I'll just put boss women out there at the beginning. But uh, <laughs> Well, we would talk about it, except, you know how, like, you're my pals and you're on this podcast? Oh, yeah. yes. I yeah. don't <laughs> believe I've been asked to be on your Oh, no, podcast. you will be there this year. You no, might being be live. I don't want to rub salt in the wound, but they are on series yeah. four. <laughs> <laughs> They won ahead of us. They won ahead. No, we had to. We had to wait till we were on her podcast. 
Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I, do you know, I feel it's a weird and big achievement, actually, getting us all together, because normally... It's been a long time coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, getting you guys to sit down right now is uh, complicated because you've got the Fringe coming up in August. Yeah, and we haven't done it for nearly three years. Yeah, right. Yeah. How's it going? Is it crazy yeah, busy? Yeah, things are hectic. And uh, the team are working away in the background behind us uh, just now. But, they're yeah, we've got amazing people um, on board, but... It is a brand new team and, yeah, it's been pretty tricky after a two-year break to kind of rally everyone together and kind of do it all again. So, yeah, it's pretty hectic at the moment. These are the kind of the busiest months of the year for us. We lost nearly all our staff except two oh. full-time mm. or three. We had three full-time for a while. We had people on furlough and then they all, when that was over, they all went. So there was, ended up two, me and Katie and one part-time money guy who obviously was twiddling his thumbs because there wasn't any money. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that your uh, slogan, the proverb, because, uh, you know, like, what's happened, I'm just reminding you of this listener, yeah. that in this series, uh, Chesney decided that we needed to be a lot smarter, right? Because that's part of Chesney's appeal, is it not just that he's handsome and plays guitar and music and all adorability, but also he's very clever. There's Brains behind this blonde He's hair. He's the secret I tell you. brains. <laughs> brains behind that adorability, right? And it's not even dying. No, look, exactly. Well, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> so he had decided that each episode should have a theme, and we should ask our our guests what quote or proverb they choose to live by. And yours was. Oh, I'd like to see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's your call. Yeah. yeah, that's your cue. Yeah, cue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's for you won't go by you. Thank it's you, a Scottish Katie. proverb. Uh, What's yeah. for you won't go by you. And in my life, I have been pretty positive about the future, I would say. I would say Katie's not as positive as me. But she's <laughs> learning to be. God, I didn't know this was going to be a critique. It's going to be assassination oh. right from yes. the start, I'm afraid. I'm to have my opinion. It's like an intervention. Yeah. We've talked to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to let you know, written in Scottish, it's wit fear yield. Oh, my God. Just bringing you up to speed. Your, oh your Scottish accent is really, really bad. Yeah, no shit, yeah. Sherlock. Yeah. yeah, we know. You know that thing where uh, people do the Scottish accent by going, there's been a murder? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there has been a murder on this podcast, which is... Yeah. murdering the Scottish <laughs> accent. It's been intense. Oh, yeah, I would never absolutely. attempt it, certainly in this circle. Could you repeat it? <laughs> no, because I was expecting just a little bit more kindness, actually, yeah. to be honest. You're in the wrong Thank you very much. Fuck nah. that, didn't I? Nah. <laughs> so do you think that that statement, that proverb, has helped you deal with the challenges over the past, uh, well, certainly over the past five years? Because the past, how have you kept a business going? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, that's what we I would say to Katie to keep her <laughs> positive. Mum said it to me. Yeah, Mum said it to me <laughs> since I was a teenager. Since I became grumpy, I was the happiest uh, child in the world. And then something happened when I turned thirteen. <laughs> it's called puberty. Uh, and the world, <laughs> oh yeah, the world God. is ending. You've no idea. Uh, and oh, so she always said that to me when uh, yeah, Karen can go into that later. <laughs> <laughs> I want to right hear all of that. I want to hear oh, it all. Oh, God. Um, yeah, and I think it's so true. Like, I think it's so important to, you know, go through life and understand that there's ups and downs, but that what's for you won't won't pass you by. And it's, yeah, it's helped me a lot, particularly in the past two years. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Well, also because this year you're getting married as well. So yes. evidently, who's for well, you? Both yeah. married <laughs> Before you yes. go into all that happy stuff, I would like to tell you a story <laughs> about Lynn Ferguson oh. taking Katie and I to... Um, it's going to be that story. Millport it's that story. Know, right? It's that yeah. story. We right? went yeah. to Hang Millport. It's a bumpy no, I'm ride. sorry. <laughs> I am actually surprised that Lynn Ferguson has two children yeah. because <laughs> she did not like having Katie along. Katie had her 27 uh, Barbie dolls with her and Lynn was going, oh, for God's sake. What That's why she's got boys. That's why she's happy yeah, with boys. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you were so impatient with her. And I was saying, what's wrong with her? She's lovely. And you're going, oh, for God's sake. She <laughs> is lovely and was lovely. But I think I was 27 and hung over. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, not really that. You weren't interested in Barbies at that particular moment. <laughs> No, no, not at all. Unless it was big, hunky Australians having them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you're such an interesting combination, though, because uh, both of you are really doers. You know, Mm -hmm. like uh, you, Mm. oh, you are. You're somebody (laughs) who will talk somebody into doing something. Our listener could see her face. Doers. I thought you meant doer as in... Not doer. Oh, dour. No, doer. I'm explaining. Doer in Scottish, is just it? so you know, means dour. grumpy dour. and dull and <laughs> grey. <laughs> we say doer. Definitely didn't mean that. Yeah, so she's insulted well, us. Well, you know, in Millport, we're a bit doer, I have to say, right? Uh, and so were you. <laughs> so you did write a series about Millport, and I was listening to the other day, and it's really funny. It was really good. Oh, I should have put you in it, though, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Not me, though. Not you. There'd be no children with Barbie dolls in there, no six-year-olds. I think you were about six at the time, and I have to tell you, when both my kids were six, they were complete douchebags. Like, there's something about kids when they're six where they're just like, I want this, get me that, right? Yeah, and Mm -hmm. ask a lot of questions, I imagine. Yeah. 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 I don't mind that. I quite like that. Why? Oh yeah. Why? Yeah. That's the like biggest it. question, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a flip thing going on. Karen has the patience, therefore Katie just, you know, it's, yeah. it's the opposite of that. That's the nicest <laughs> thing you've ever said, Neil. Nobody would say that of me. I've seen you smile. I have seen you smile, yeah, yeah. laugh, and be kind. So there's hope. Yeah. No, I think the thing you've yeah. both got in common really is that you get shit done. You just really do get stuff done, even when, like, whether it's uh, setting up a venue or whether it's dealing with a tour or even if it's just organising, like, a family party. A birthday party. Yeah, the Corins get <laughs> stuff done. But I think, I think what it is is we don't give up. We don't just yeah. go, oh, we can't do it. We can do it and we do Where do you it. think that comes from? And did you pass that on to Katie? I, I think so. I hope so. I think it came from Norway. <laughs> I think it's it Scandi. My whole um, blood is Norwegian. Mm. And, yeah, but uh, your brothers aren't like that. No, my brothers, you're very Which right I always there. find shocking. I think it's the female side of the family. And there was only me, so... And I had four brothers who didn't do anything. <laughs> that probably was something to do with it. You probably had to look after your four brothers, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's going to that's gonna make yeah, sure did. that you get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was... 
having four brothers was a lot of noise in the house and <laughs> I was quite bad tempered. I was quite bad tempered right up until I met Lynn. Lynn sort of <laughs> seen a lot of my bad temper, I'm sure. And then I used you to have a thing where uh, when Karen would yell at me, I'd go, I don't speak Norwegian. I don't understand <laughs> you. I don't speak Norwegian. Yeah. She's really mellowed since then. Yeah, I have mellowed. Lots yeah. of things. I have a lot of love for Norway, Karen, because I, I made my uh, my last album in Norway and I've got so many great friends over there. I've spent a lot of oh, time in, in Norway. You yeah, probably have it. a bit of Scandi in you. Oh, I think I do, As yeah. Oh, several yeah. times. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> in Scandi, several times. Uh, yeah, a little Anglo-Saxon, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, have you, have you ever done that whole... In, you know, blood thing that you send away. And yeah, I, I did. I look. It was quite funny because my my wife came back as like she was literally from everywhere. She's like even part Bantu. You know, she was from all <laughs> over the planet, and uh, and I was ninety eight percent British. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Anglo Saxon. I'm an Anglo Saxon, basically. Yeah. Sorry, ninety eight percent. Sorry, probably. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So was the two percent Viking? Oh yeah, that's exactly where it was. Yeah, it was All a right. Scandahuvian, yeah. as I like, like to say. <laughs> what about you, Neil? Yeah. What? What? Uh, I have no clue, as I'm adopted, aren't I? So I've obviously got a touch of the tarbuck. Well, yeah, but you can still get the blood thing done. Yeah. Ah, no, it's obvious from looking at me that my real father runs a kebab shop somewhere <laughs> in North London. And, uh, you know, that's the fortune I'm going to inherit, so I don't need to know any more than that, really, do I? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what happened to the, my neighbour across the road, right? Her and her sisters did, after their parents died, they wanted to, I don't know, did some testament to their parents, right? They wanted to uh, find out about their genealogy and whatever. And they did... We might have to cut this out in case the listener is somebody that's my neighbour or close by. <laughs> but they discovered that they didn't have the same father. Ooh. Right? Oh, but yeah. they'd wow, all that's thought amazing. that they were exactly oh, the same father. And oh, then yeah. uh, What age in life were they when they discovered this then? 60-ish. They're all oh, mid-60s. Well, I just watched wow. on Netflix, this is probably an advert, I shouldn't... Uh, our father. Uh, and... and that was a gynaecologist who <gasps> oh God. Um, made 96 children. <gasps> yes, I saw the documentary oh. on that. That was unbelievable. That's what, that's oh, it's yeah. called Our Father. Yeah, oh, I my horrific. Unbelievable. Absolutely horrific. I mean, it's compulsive viewing. These genealogy companies that are, are doing all these tests, it's causing all sorts of family issues. Mm. Like We've had it in our family. My wife's father, uh, it turns out that uh, there was a, another... A sibling just out of nowhere, like a, a cousin that was, mm. he, he found out that he was part of the family and nobody knew that he even existed. So, like, it's opened up this whole thing for all sorts of different people around the world, you know, Whoa. finding out about people, you know, finding out if you have kids or, you know, different, as you said, Lynn, you know, different different fathers and, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. It sounds like yeah. a TV show to me. But then the flip side of that, isn't it that it's a good thing? Because in the past, before we had all those things accessible to us, I'm sure there was a lot of shit created with yeah. people making it <laughs> up, right? Yeah. But it really depends how much you want to know about yourself, whether you, whether you mm. look into it or not. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty convinced that I know my whole background, as Lynn has mentioned before when you did that, tell me the story of your name, and you went... Oh, my God, your ancestors are all over you. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I'm very glad that you did it because I'm going to do... This is another thing that Chesney, he can be... Even though he looks adorable, 
<laughs> it can be quite bossy. Can't you? Is that right? Oh, oh my yes, God. Yes, get oh, on with yeah. it, Lynn. Get he on with it. Yeah. Right, okay, I'll get on with it. doesn't shout like me, though. <laughs> no. no. I just do it uh, understated. Yeah, quietly. <laughs> 100% sorry, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas Neil's 100% kebab. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> right, so what I'm going to do, you've done this before, you know this score, right? Oh, which is interesting, listener, because if you find yourself at a loose end, I am, in fact, doing a show called Storyland where I do mm. stories at the Gilded Balloon mm. during oh, I see the what you did there. Good advertisement. Oh. Very excited Fab- to have Fabulous it. Getting sharp with those segues, I tell yeah. you. And we're going to have some lovely performers and stars coming to be story-landed. Mm. <laughs> I know. I wonder how people will... Uh, We'll deal with it. It's interesting because in this podcast, we've discussed all the time about how to introduce it. And then sometimes um, it's been difficult to introduce because already it, it goes a little... It opens up a story more than a guest maybe wants the story to be opened up. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you definitely guys? see a little bit of guardedness, don't you, with them when you start yeah. to, to say what it is. What, what do you mean, a story? Uh, are you going to help yeah. me with it? Um, yeah. uh, I'm not sure about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I'm going to ask Karen first, and then Katie, and I'm not going to. I'm going to do a just a generic, easy one. Karen, I want you two minutes. Tell me about diamonds. Ready? Go. Diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. <laughs> uh, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Diamonds are shiny. This isn't just a minute, is it? If I speak for <laughs> two one minute. minute. Two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. It's worse than that. No, that's a radio show. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think diamonds are fabulous, but I can't afford them, and it's not something I would search out. I wouldn't go, <laughs> oh, I must have a diamond. I'm not one of these people that likes to look in a, in a, a shop window and look at the diamond rings and everything. I've got, and I've got no... So diamonds are gorgeous to look at and everything, but it's not, it's not part of my life, actually, at, at all. Um, I think diamonds cut, cut glass quite well, I believe. <laughs> um, and, yeah, um, that's terrible. I'm running out of steam because I've got nothing much to say about diamonds. I mean, I loved uh, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe singing Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, the best song and most wonderful woman in the world. And I think it's really sad that she died very young. Uh, but that's as much as I can say about diamonds and her. Uh, and I've still got a minute left, I think. Um, what else can I say about diamonds? Uh, Look at oh. the screen, Karen. <laughs> what? Oh, oh yes, sorry. Katie has a wonderful ring that was my mother's. And she now has it as her wedding ring and there is diamonds in that and yes I did wear it for a while but it was because it was my mother's not because it was diamonds um, and I'm very very pleased to say that Katie does have that diamond ring now and it is it acts as her, her engagement ring acts and she's getting married <laughs> <laughs> and stop talking over me Katie sorry, sorry. <laughs> and am I anywhere near two minutes it's that terrible that I don't like diamonds. I'm not interested in diamonds. Um, but I do love my mother's old ring, and I'm really, really <laughs> pleased that Katie's wearing it. Oh. Well done. Thank you, too. Oh, well yeah. done, Karen. I don't know why you're clapping. It's not a very good story. It was perfect. You know, Lynn will have extracted the gold oh. from that. 
Oh, and made yes. made diamonds out of it. She will. I've got what I need. Right, you ready, Kate Cora? No, absolutely yes, not. Are. You totally are. Ready, go. On oh, on diamonds as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought I was going to get a new subject. Um, no. Diamonds are beautiful. Obviously, diamonds remind me of my grandmother's ring that my mum gave to me uh, when I was twenty or twenty-one. Um, I always remember mum wearing it for ever since I can remember uh, and she actually got it stuck on her finger uh, <laughs> and she had to get it cut off for my uh, 21st birthday um, and yeah <laughs> diamonds also remind me of Frederick my uh, fiance <laughs> uh, who I asked to marry me in November last year um, and he didn't have to buy me a diamond ring I wasn't interested in a diamond ring uh, because I already have one uh, so we popped that on the other finger and that was uh deal done which was nice um yeah the ring is beautiful diamonds are incredibly uh rare and beautiful to look at and uh yeah uh, there's a really horrible backstory from a lot of uh, diamonds but we won't uh, think about that because because <laughs> that's not very nice to think about that um yeah i would always want to have a vintage uh ring or any kind of diamond on me because i think extracting natural resources from the world is a terrible, terrible thing. And I just did a sustainability course last week about how much mining companies make from uh, these kind of natural stones, which is horrific. Um, what else can I say about diamonds? Uh, yeah, I would like some more. <laughs> uh, like some more vintage diamonds. That would be beautiful. Um, yeah, and one of my friends just got a diamond ring uh, as an engagement ring, and it is huge and looks much uh, newer than mine so I'm a bit suspicious of where she got that from um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah I oh yeah and I would probably think about diamonds uh, in the sense of diamonds are a girl's best friend as Karen said uh, Marilyn Monroe um, Hollywood glamour um, yeah they're what else can I say, Karen? Oh, you don't need to. There you go. You're good. You're good. Surely everyone runs out of steam, don't they? My God, no. I'm sweating now. I have to take my top off. They don't, though, do they, guys? It's quite interesting. They don't. I'm mm. not really interested in diamonds. Otherwise, I would yeah. go on about it. But you know. Well, I tell you what it means. Do you want to oh, know what God it means? Oh, for God's sake. Yes. Of course. Go on. Uh, diamonds are value. Uh, where you find value. What you value. Mm -hmm. Right? So for Karen, it's uh, friendship. Friendship, and particularly women friendship. Mm -hmm. out, the Neil. first thing is diamonds are a girl's best friend. <laughs> uh, they're fabulous. And, and the way that you look at friendship is um, that uh, you don't... Friendship happens to you. You don't seek it out. You don't go, oh, look, they look like a good person to be a friend. You're just mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm friends with them. <laughs> and uh, the thing of gorgeous to look at, but they're not part of my life, is that there mm. are people that you do look at and you go, God, it would be, they probably would be lovely friends to someone. Not me, obviously, <laughs> but someone else. <laughs> but your friends are like your friends. That's what you find value in. Friendship, particularly female friendship. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that's great. No? Yeah, Katie. <laughs> family. Yeah, I kind of got that. That's yours. Yours is family. All family. The mother's ring. Yeah. Um, the, where it came from. And all and, and Frederick, right? Yeah. Mm, she lit up and, uh, family. She mentioned yeah. Frederick. Yeah. And yeah. you've got uh, this lovely diamond and you're looking forward to having some more. <laughs> oh, you are... 
<laughs> I bet you are. I think Mum's looking forward to that more than I am. <laughs> Just keep them away from me when they're six, right? When yeah. they're six years old, they're douchebags. I don't want to hang out with them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's all about family and uh, the people that you have a past relationship with, you know. Like, uh, it's not that you don't like, you know, new people and everything, mm-hmm. but uh, your value is people that you've known for a while or you have some history with. Yeah. It's not that you don't like people. You do like people, but you don't just <laughs> pick up people and go, oh, you're my best friend now. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. It is yeah. like, I've got to know you a while and then I'll decide whether you're my bestie. Yeah. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes, that absolutely, that resonates with me, yes, for it's sure. It's interesting because fa- their sound is very similar, but different, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. You're very uh, behind women. You've always mm-hmm. been about giving women uh, yeah. rights and chances. And, yes, yeah. absolutely. And it's one of the things that... I, there's many things that I love about you both, but the the thing that I love about the Gilded Balloon is that when you get... It's a terrible confession, right? But the, <laughs> Sometimes when you get groups of women together, they can be bitchy about one another. I don't really yeah. understand what that is, but there is a thing mm-hmm. where if you get groups of women together, then they... Yeah. don't necessarily raise the other women up. Whereas yeah. in the Gilded Balloon, that's just not tolerated. Yeah. It's not tolerated. You can't no. do that there. Yeah. People will be like, pull your head off for that yeah. kind of behaviour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Katie Norwegian. has changed the Gilded Balloon in that, you know, in the old days, it was a bit, a lot of bad behaviour. I'm not talking about the women. I'm talking about, in general, bad behaviour, mm. drinking, drugs mm. and all that. And, of course, all this has changed now. And Katie has brought in the well, the well-being of all the staff and people that are there. You know, I mean, she does meetings with them, one-to-ones and all these kind of things. Mm. I would just say, oh, for God's sake, get on with it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and they would accept that. Yeah. I don't know how I got so many people that um, were loyal to me, but um, they were, but... Katie's done a lot of, you know, if there's men that behave badly, you know, we've had to um, get rid of them. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we have to do now about um, keeping women safe in the venue, and that's artists, uh, audience and staff alike. So, yeah, there's a lot of policies that we're putting in place to look after women as much as possible. But also Karen's elevated women from the day you started the Gilded Balloon in terms of, you know, promoting somebody to general manager that might not have had the experience of that, but you believed in them and that kind of spirit of believing mm. in uh, and elevating people when they mm. deserve it is uh, absolutely something that I learned from Karen. It's true, actually. If you look at the entertainment industry, because um, Fergus, my son, is mm-hmm. going to work front of he house is, at the Gilded Balloon. Yes, That's so exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited yeah. about uh, that. His oh. first Edinburgh Fringe ever. Not as excited as he is, by the way. Like, oh, just that's he great. Is no, like, I'm sure. Oh, my God. It's like, oh. Um, <laughs> but the, I, I said to him, you know, if you look at... Uh, anywhere around the world, really, and look at the mm-hmm. comedy industry. If there's a woman there, she'll have come through the Gilded Balloon, right, <laughs> yes. at some point. <laughs> yeah. Like, it seems to be that that's where people do their schooling. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. What do you see for the Gilded Balloon? What do you, what do you want for it? Um, I see it um, lasting. That's what I want more than anything. I want yeah. it to keep going. I mean, these last few years were so scary and... 
you know, I mean, we've had a bit of that in the Gilded Balloon anyway, because it's burnt down in 2002 mm. uh, in the Cowgate, and uh, we had to start again, more or less. That must have been devastating. Oh, it, was, it was awful, and that's when I was running it alone. I, and running it alone for all these years was... I mean, I actually don't know how I did it, to be perfectly honest, looking back mm. on it now, you know, because... Yeah. And, and Katie certainly was not interested... I mean, she was interested enough to do her time there and, you know, work behind the bar or work at front of house, which she hated, like she <laughs> um, yes. But, you know, do all the things she did when she was younger, a teenager, but then she went off to uni and she was away for eight years in it. And in London, and I thought, oh, she's living the, you know, that very good life in London and, you know, meeting lots of people and doing lots of great things. <laughs> and... Then she phoned up and said, oh, I've had enough of London and, you know, don't know what I'm doing. And and that was the last thing I thought was going to happen, that she was going to come and join the Gilded Balloon. And to be perfectly honest, the first few years, because we do get on really well and mm. we get on really well despite myself, you know. Because <laughs> 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 I can say things to her or she can say things to me or she can be so grumpy and I'm like, oh... <laughs> inside at the end of my tether, but we actually get on mm -hmm. and it's amazing and um it's been the best part of my best part of the gilded balloon for me to have katie there the best oh, part. that's wonderful oh. Oh. <laughs> it's <true>. lovely <laughs> speech katie speech. Yeah. Yeah. Speech. Oh. Yeah. no absolutely i think the past two years we've had quite a lot of time to reflect on what we both want out of the gilded balloon and what we want to do with the gilded balloon um and what our kind of purpose is. And yeah, I think uh, my aim for the Gilda Balloon is to be Scotland's leading entertainment and live comedy producer. Um, that mm. is, I want to be recognised in Scotland as Scotland's kind of go-to place for if people want a comedian or if they want entertainment at an event and they come to us and then also be recognised globally um, as Scotland's leading entertainment producer. I think the kind of founding principles of Gilda Balloon was about finding new talent and supporting new talent and then nurturing that new talent to the next stage of their career. And we did that through programmes that Karen set up, like So You Think You're Funny? Um, and I want to continue that. It's the best part of my job is seeing new comedians and discovering new comedians and supporting them at a really kind of early, crucial time in their career. Um, and yeah, also as an aside to all of those kind of lofty ambitions is have fun and not, uh, <laughs> you know, work in comedy and enjoy mm. life and enjoy comedy and enjoy culture and entertainment and experience. So and make sure that our audiences do that as well. So, yeah, continue to do whatever, everything that Karen's done for the past 35 years or more. Would you mention wow. a few of the, the comedians that you have nurtured and, and brought yeah. into our consciousness? You, go on, Karen. Oh, you know, I forget them, them all. <laughs> when? <laughs> so many. I'll fill in. <laughs> well, Craig Ferguson was around for a while at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, oh, God, there's been so many. But, Tim mentioned, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah but that one, was yeah. in the 2000. We have to go back. She's doing back it in chronological to, order, Lynn. Yeah. Sean <laughs> Hughes, who now very sadly is dead, but Sean was one of my... Um, I, I helped him a lot in his early years and we worked together for a long time. Uh, not the best ad advert for, 
you know, his behaviour towards women, I have to say. Uh, Karen, Randa. just list the names. List the I'm names. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can sorry. cut that bit out if you want. <laughs> don't go into the backstory. We can't. We don't have time for that. <laughs> Especially the bad ones. Uh, I love your dynamic. Joe Brand, I've got a, uh, Joe Dylan Brand, Moran. Dylan Moran. Uh, it's raking through our papers to try and find know, the names. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, there you go. And go. Many years ago, Jenny Eclair and Maria McCurling did a play at the uh, Gilded Balloon. Oh my God, that was that was in the the eighties. That was so good. Wow. Uh, Donna McPhail, Rona Cameron, Carolyn Ahern, Hannah Gadsby, uh, Ashling B, Maisie Adam. These are the women. Unfortunately, there wasn't as many women around in the early days, but. I have to say, in the 90s, they just started coming into their own, you know? Mm, yeah. So um, Bill Bailey was very much um, with us in his, uh, when he first started. He was in a double act, and he started his first solo show with us. Simon Pegg did his last ever stand-up show with us. Uh, Dylan Ma Moran, Sean Locke, Tommy Tiernan, Eddie Izzard. Mm. Tim mentioned Steve Coogan, John Thompson, Adam Hills, Rich Hall, Darrell Brian, Ross Noble, Johnny Vegas, Russell Brand, Russell Howard, Ed Byrne, Frankie Boyle, Barry Cryer. Barry Cryer was with us for 20 years. Every wow. year he would come. Yeah. And he just Such died this year. Yeah, Such a lovely amazing. man. No big names then. No, 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 no big names. A couple of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And still game started with us, which not many people in the world will know, but people in Scotland would know. I yeah. toured um, still game, and I understand, uh, rumour has it that I came up with the name, but I can't remember <laughs> that. But anyway, we took it over to Toronto, would you believe? And this is all before, and now it, I mean, it's, it's a fabulous Scottish, you know. Institution. Yeah. yeah indeed. It is an institution. We have this section uh, here on our lovely podcast where we ask our fabulous guests, that's you two, um, to, to give us a song that means something to them, that I have an emotional connection to. Now, I, you know, we've never had two guests on at once, so I don't know yeah. which of you uh, chose this song or if it was a family song, but yeah. you guys chose an Elvis Presley song called Return to Sender. Yeah, Tell me a yeah. little bit about that. Yeah, well, I know it as Mum's favourite Elvis song. When but... I was fourteen, <laughs> it was it was out. It was a hit. I was fourteen, and uh, I remember going to a girl from school's party, and we were in it. She owned a hotel, and we we were given the ballroom in the hotel, the new Liston Arms Hotel in Kirkliston, and we <laughs> and we uh, all the girls were dancing to Return to Centre. Always reminds me of that, and I had. My um, paralyzed shoes, my first high heels. <laughs> Very fancy. Fantastic. Oh, was, and for lovely. me, this song means the world because it reminds me of mum. Oh. oh. Friendship, family. We, didn't we go? Didn't we go to Memphis? Yes, didn't we went we to Memphis to, to Graceland. Oh, you did Graceland. My best pal. Yeah, yeah it was we amazing. We're huge Elvis fans, and I'm very excited yeah. about the Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie that's coming oh, out. I can't oh, wait. me too. Me too, oh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. so excited about that too. My father is massive, massive Elvis fan, and so much so that like when when I was a kid, I mean he was in the Tremolos. I don't know if you know that uh, guy. Chip. He, 
Yes, Chip indeed. So <laughs> Did you call him Chip? No, I Chip called him Hawks. Dad. <laughs> he was Dad Hawks to me. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> but his so, real name wasn't Chip, surely. It must have been Charlie or something. No, no, his real name's Len. Leonard Donald Stanley <laughs> Hawks. He has a very comedic name. Leonard wow. Donald Stanley cool. Hawks. The reason that people called him Chip is because he's a, actually a trained carpenter. Ah, he was a chippy. He was a chippy. Very nice. Yes, ah. exactly. Well, a very good-looking man. I loved the searchers. That was my era. Tremolos. Did you, meet, did you like the tremolos as well? <laughs> <laughs> I love the searchers, not oh, your dad. It. I like the different ones. Oh, God. Oh, I, laugh. oh that's funny. <laughs> Luckily, I grew up with the searchers as well because they were friends of my dad. So, you know, so I, yeah. I'll tell them. I'll tell them you love the, the searchers. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. They knew each other. I knew that. I knew that they knew each other. So <laughs> I used to go backstage sometimes and watch him play even as early as like eight, nine years old. And he always did an Elvis impression. It was normally, um, are you lonesome tonight? He did that one. <laughs> did the whole thing with his legs going all like that, you know. And, uh, so I grew up with Elvis because my dad's such a massive fan. So when, when this song uh, came through to me, I was like, yes, yes. I haven't done an yeah. Elvis song yet. So, so I've, I, I recreate these songs, um, you know, for, for our guests uh, here in my studio. And I try to get, like, cut it down right to its, uh, the soul of the song, you know. So mm. it's very acoustic and intimate. And this is my version yeah. for you girls. Just for you, Karen and Katie oh. Corrin, here is Chesney Hawks performing Elvis Presley's Return to Sender. Thank you very much, Mark. <laughs> Return to Sender. Return to Sender. I gave a letter to the postman. He put it in his sack And bright and early next morning He brought my letter back She wrote upon it Return to sender Her dress unknown No such number No such song We had a quarrel A lover's back I'm sorry, but my letter keeps coming back So then I dropped it in the mailbox And sent it special D And bright and early next morning It came right back to me She wrote upon it Return to sender Address unknown No such person no such song This time I'm gonna take it myself And put it right in her hand And if it comes back the very next day Then I'll understand Return to sender Address unknown No such number No such song yeah, return to sender mm-hmm. Return to sender mm-hmm. Return to sender Just for you, Karen and Katie, that was Chesney Hawks performing oh, Return to Sender. What a song, yeah. what a song. Well done, Ches. Amazing song. That was Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, girls. Yeah, I enjoyed doing that. Beautiful. I really did enjoy that because... Uh, 
it's always nice when I get songs that mean something to me as well, you know, yeah. so I don't have to yeah. discover them, you I'm know. I'm glad you didn't try and impersonate Elvis. No, <laughs> no, I couldn't do that. No, I agree. No, I don't do that. I try to make it my own yeah. in some ways. I remember an Elvis song that reminds me of Lynn. It's The Wonder of You. Oh. I'm oh, not yeah. sure I put The Wonder of You in as well. I'm not sure if we did. But we were at your wedding and it was the day before your wedding. And... Uh, you know, we had the dinner and everything, and then we went and uh, played karaoke. Karaoke. karaoke yeah. And <laughs> you sang it to your mum. <laughs> oh, oh my God, it was so lovely. Wow. It really was. And then uh, anytime Lynn and I get drunk, we get up and late and live and sing the wonder. <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to happen this year. And Katie Corin, you have to join in because we're family. <laughs> yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you see. know, the thing I remember about the karaoke the night before my wedding is that Mark <laughs> sang, and well, I use the word sang uh, loosely, he's not a singer, <laughs> but he sang to all the girls I had loved before. And it was really <laughs> Was that Charles Aznavour were... or something? What, uh, I can't I think remember. it is Charles Aznavour. Uh, to all the girls I've And how was it? <laughs> Did Mark carry it off? I mean, was it a good God. thing or not? Oh, well, you know, I don't know whether people were... People were astounded by the audacity. Oh, uh, well, not, there you go. Not the, the <laughs> title of the song, the audacity that somebody who sang that badly would... Right, that was the other yeah, right, so what you're like. saying is people did actually marvel at his performance, so, you know, it's oh. all positive. Yeah. yeah. It was Julio Iglesias, wasn't it, the original? Oh, was it? Yeah. Written by Albert Hammond. Oh, God. You see, look at that. Right? <laughs> it's only because I've written with Albert as well, so I, that's how I know these. we're in the last episode of this series you know it's a big achievement there's been quite a journey very honoured to be your last guest well you know why you're our last guest because we thought it was a really good segue Mm. into the next time that we do the podcast we'll be live at At the Gilded Gilded Balloon Balloon. so we're like it makes sense that we would have you for our last uh, episode of this series so uh, listener if you're not doing anything in August, it would be really brilliant if you could come and introduce yourself at the Gilded Balloon. Uh-huh. The yeah. only thing uh, is yeah. you've got to come to Edinburgh. And yes. if, <laughs> if this is being listened to mainly in the US, come to Edinburgh. We've got a lot of Americans coming, by the yeah. way. Loads of Americans. Yeah, mm. we do. More Americans coming than, than uh, Australians. And normally it would have been more Australians. Really? Yeah. Well, we've only got one listener, so we're not entirely sure where our (laughs) listener is. And that's my mum. It's your mum. So she could get on the train. She's coming. She's going to come. Normally, at this point in the podcast, we would say, like, what advice would you give to someone like you, a younger version of Mm. you? But Mm. I don't know that there is a younger version of you guys. Like, they're (laughs) quite. They're very unique. Yeah, yeah. No, but all women are unique, Lynn. Wouldn't you say so? All women. I would are say unique. that all people. 
<laughs> Obviously, I hate men. No, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I really like you know. men. Yeah, but, really um, don't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's However, another podcast all in yeah. its own. Yes. Am I is. cutting that bit out or not? No, I'm, I'm a bit in. confused. <laughs> but I think, I Neil, you and I need to get our coats. Yeah. <laughs> for Hawks and Harrington, right. But what I would say is, uh, to your younger version of myself, is don't give up. You know, yeah. dust yourself off and mm. get up and start all over again. It's the only way to do it. And I've had to do that many times in my life. Mm. And sometimes you, you're allowed to be down. You're allowed to be down for a wee while. You're allowed mm. to be a bit sad and sorry for yourself. But get out of it and get out there. There's a fabulous world out there. And, and anything you put, put your mind to... Bill Bailey won Strictly Come Dancing. Come on. No, anything's possible. Yeah. If that can happen, <laughs> anything is possible. That is true. Yeah. You know, I mean, amazing. Yeah, he was amazing, yeah. Anna. Yeah. What about you, Katie? I think I have to come back to our quote or whatever it was that we did at the start. I mean, what if it's for you, it won't go by you. And uh, Karen's always said that to me, and I think it's... Similar to uh, what... Sorry, I always flip between calling her Karen and Mum because <laughs> their job... She's both. <laughs> yeah. She, is, she um, is both of those things. Yeah, she is. But we're in the office, so I call her Karen in the office and then she shouts at me when I call her Karen at home. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Mum always uh, said it to me and it is the same kind of... Um, the same kind of message is stay positive and some things aren't meant to be and if it's not for you, then just don't worry about it and forget about it and move on and focus on the positive and focus on yeah. the next thing. Next. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. good advice. Really good advice. I always remember, because I had a child, my gorgeous son, Christian, at 19, yeah. and I divorced or separated after only a year of marriage. Isn't that terrible? No, uh, what's and, for uh, you won't go by. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The fact is that... I always wondered what I was good at. I didn't know. You know how you're not sure when you're young? Yeah. You're not sure, mm -hmm. oh, you know, what will I do? I don't know what to do. And I knew I wanted to do something, and it took a long time. But, you know, you do find out. You find, you find out your way. Mm. You find your way, yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. yours has been music. <laughs> it has. Yeah, but my dad always says I came out singing, so I, <laughs> oh, did I you? I've never had any other actual job apart from a paper boy. And yeah, yeah you know. and Ka and Katie came out determined. I came out in, in a, a hurry, rush, apparently. Yeah. In yeah. a rush, like a cannonball. And I'm going to come out when I'm sixty. That's what I'm coming out. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Lynn? No, I still don't know what I want to do. You know me. I'm like, <laughs> I think six months ahead. I'm like, what I want to do is I want to get to the Gilded Balloon and have my yeah. show sorted yeah. and uh, hang out with you guys. And then Both beyond that, I'm like. Yeah, I, don't I want know, to see right? you on stage again, Lynn. I'm very excited about it. Are you? And you are a wonderful storyteller, Lynn. Wonderful oh, storyteller, yeah. wonderful performer. Thank you. Katie mm. has not asked you yet, but I want you to do Late in Live because we've yeah. got women, all women compares this year. Host it. Wow. All okay, yeah. it's a deal. Done. Fabulous. Yeah, we're done. We're good. I'll do it. Not every night, though, right? No, 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 no. no, no. no. Yeah, Once not every night. Twice. That would be too much, right? Yeah, no, I love it. Once or twice. I love the rumbunctiousness of Late in Life, and yeah. uh, I, uh, I like that... <laughs> I like with late in life. Wait, rumbunctiousness. Easy for you to say. I know. Good word. With a lot of stand-up gigs, you turn up 
up and you've got your set and that's what you do and everybody you do gaps in your sentences and people laugh in the gaps in your sentences <laughs> and that's how it works right, right. Yeah. but with late and live late and live won't have that they don't tolerate it they're like bring your set here and bring something else and if you yeah. don't have something else leave we want you to leave right. we want your set and something. Make us laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to it. Good. Um, oh, and you know who else has got? Gina's going, isn't she? Gina yeah, she Bloom. Is. Gina Bloom? Yeah. Oh, really? Gina Bloom. She'll be there too. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's going yeah. like, cool. to be like getting the band back together, all of our Yeah, it totally will be. Right? I love it. Yeah. Look yeah. forward Zoe to Lyons, it. Gina Bloom. Oh, yeah. We've got 180 shows every day. For 27 days. I know wow. you said to me, Jeez. that's an unbelievable wow. amount. That's one hell of a run sheet, yeah. isn't it? How do you do that? How do you coordinate that many in that we amount of no time? We have no idea. That's just crazy. <laughs> that makes my head hurt just thinking about it. Yeah. So, listener, you better come. If you don't want yeah. to come and see our show, come to the Gilded Balloon in yeah. August. Yeah. Yes, please. In Edinburgh. <laughs> in Edinburgh. There is no other place that you want to be. We also yeah. just need to mention before we lose the lovely Corins, we do need to mention about the Boss Woman podcast, right? Oh. oh, well done. Oh, would that you be the Boss Woman podcast I've Here not been invited on? Yeah, not yet. The, well, one that, the, the one they're on Series 4, but they've not invited you yet. Uh, yeah, I understand why Neil and I haven't been invited. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting to do uh, Lynn's really. interview in person. We oh. want to do it live in person. That, yes. It's going to be very <laughs> exciting. Um, oh, will I get to Edinburgh quite early? Me too, me too. Face to face. Yeah. Utilise me too, girls. Use and abuse me. Yes. What about you, yeah. Neil? When are you arriving? No, I'm not making that mistake. I'm getting the fuck in, doing my shit, getting the fuck out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got me around to be utilised, to do anything, to try this, Fair whatever, enough. have a go at that, in do hey, it Hey, Chesney, maybe me and you could be the modern day Peters and Lee. Maybe we could love do it. Oh, there's a show. Well, I could be the blind guy, right? I'll be the. Oh no, he was a singer, wasn't he? Where the yeah, other ones so I might have lovely. to be the blind guy. Yeah. yeah maybe you uh. need to be both though, because you're the she singer and blonde, lovely. I remember that. Wasn't she? <laughs> there you she go. Anyway, lovely Corins, you have been magnificent. Thank you so much Thank for you, guesting on this. Thank you, uh, ladies. On behalf of. Uh, Chesney, Neil, and our listener, I'd like to thank you for being <laughs> our guest on this, the last thank episode you for of our series. Us. That's very, yeah. very kind yeah, of you. Yeah, that one listener at the Gilded Balloon sitting in the middle watching the three of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be amazing to meet that listener. Our listener. Yeah. There's a picture. I could just see that framed now, sitting in the centre. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, Collins. We thank really you. appreciate you. your see time. See you guys soon. Thank you, girls. You're amazing. We'll see yes. you in Edinburgh. See you very Definitely. Ah, oh, there they go. Uh, the lovely Collins. I'm just Into so the pleased they've, they've finally managed to find time for us because we know how mentally busy they've been yeah. for so long we've had what technical gremlins and everything and it was like yes finally and well, at the last minute we weren't even sure we'd, we weren't sure we were going to make it were we no. but um, <laughs> finally we made it with the corns yes yes you, you hang on a minute you made it with the corns yeah, yeah. Made it with the we corns? did i did wow. that's my story and i'm sticking to it okay <laughs> no it's a huge year yeah. for them as well because mm. i don't know if you know this but it's the 75th year of the fringe oh that's incredible 75 years of the fringe and 38 years of gilded balloon 38 oh, oh man they really you know, are i remember um i remember doing a gilded balloon way way back and karen was 
was pregnant with Katie at the time. That's how that's how long <laughs> well, we've been friends. That's how friends. far you go back. Yeah, I know, amazing. right? Yeah. Can't well, you can tell that, how close I'm only you guys 25. are. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's family. They are really, yeah. really brilliant people. Yeah. I do. They are. You know, the thing that I love about them is you always know. You always know exactly where you stand with them. Yeah. And they yeah. don't bother see, with yeah. any kind of, you know, cloak and dagger stuff. And no. they do do their very best always to elevate people. You know. You can see that. You can see that. Yeah. It's the, they're really, really lovely people. Um, you know, great, great conversationalists and. You know, lovely to spend time with them. They're really lovely, really. Yeah. I'd like to live with Katie because then we could both practice being miserable in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be taken personally because we both know the, the boundaries. I don't know that Katie's that miserable. I don't... It was about the morning, apparently. It was about the morning, yeah. Yeah. you know. You know, the thing with Katie is that she just, she literally, you could put her through a tornado and she would yeah. come out the other end having fixed something. Yeah. yeah. She's a very she passionate just, person, isn't she? Like you can yeah, tell that she's very she passionate really about is. what she does and she really has a great vision for Gilded Balloon. And her, her answer yeah. to that question that you asked was just like so perfect. And you know that with her behind it and Karen, of course, that they're yeah. going to achieve that. You know? Yeah, she's definitely. just. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, you, you just believe her. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> with you with you in uh, the helm, that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you can see how Vikings conquered the world, can't you? When you meet the yes. Korans, you're like, I yeah. get it, I understand. So true. <laughs> they it was in a previous episode where we were talking about having the, the people that fitted into the sort of get shit done column, right? Yeah. We, were, mm. we mentioned that, so they, yeah, they definitely yeah, exactly. go into we that one. them in they? there, exactly. Yeah. They go, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And it was interesting as well, though, because we had, uh, when we had Phil Cornwell on a few weeks ago, so we'd just been talking to the Corrins and what legends of comedy they are and uh, how many people owe so much to them. And when we had Phil on the show a few weeks ago, totally unprompted, then you reference back to to you and him, what, 20-odd years ago, and what was one of the first things that came out of his mouth? Oh, yeah, that was with (laughs) Karen Corrin, wasn't it? She's legendary. You know, it's funny as well, because if you've never heard of the Gilded Balloon listener, firstly, where have you been? Yes. Secondly, (laughs) now that you've heard of the Gilded Balloon, you'll hear it everywhere. Like yeah, there's, uh, you hear it on, like I think on Letterman or something like that. There was a thing and somebody <laughs> oh, really? said, oh, well, blah, 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 the Gilded Balloon. And yeah, no, it's one of those things that once you hear it, then you'll... Uh, it's part of it's part of the, the, the whole kind of culture of, of comedy oh, now, isn't it? Totally is. Part totally, of the Edinburgh you know? furniture, isn't it, in a way? Yeah, yeah. like a whole load yeah. of Australian and uh, American comedy just wouldn't, wouldn't have happened without the Gilded. It's fascinating. I'm so glad we had guests like those two on because it's not they're not your kind of average guests that you would have on, on a, a chat show like this, you know. They it kind of shows a little bit more kind of behind the scenes. Um, and of course everybody in comedy knows who the Corins are and knows oh, what they totally the do, yeah. balloon. Yeah. Uh, and which is, you know, wonderful to kind of give their side of what happened and how they've kind of managed to almost create the the careers of all these superstars is just yeah. it's phenomenal it's great and and i think people will really be interested in it so i have a question for you guys are you Go ready on. yeah having met the corins and knowing how sort of prestigious and amazing the gilded balloon is has that made you more excited, more fuck nervous, off. or more terrified <laughs> about, about Edinburgh? Just <laughs> I mean, 
Stop talking about it. I Just... think we know how Neil feels. I, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. Know, I'm, it makes me more excited because I, you know, I, I really, really am excited to be playing at such an incredible like uh, institution. You know, yeah. I really am, and to have have those girls behind us as a, you know, and our little podcast is. Well, it's just, it's a dream. Yeah, it's that's really... the amazing part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God bless them. That, that's it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. So, listener, uh, I don't know what you're doing in August, but I'm telling you what I suggest. You yes. might want to get yourself to Edinburgh and hang out with us because, you know, yes. we're family now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, National Museum on... of Scotland, 17th, yeah. 18th and 19th oh, of oh, August. Yeah. We'll see uh, you there, listeners. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, is the end of this series. Yeah. Uh, we will be back again sometime later in the year after Edinburgh. I don't know if we've mentioned that at all. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's been lovely having you with us, listener. Uh, and mm. hopefully you'll join us again soon. But until then, I have been Ferguson. And I've been Harrington. And I have been Hawks. Aww. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank, thank you, listener. You. See you next Thanks time. Thanks, listener. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Ferguson Harrington Hawks with Lynn Ferguson, Neil Harrington and Chesney Hawks. Written and produced for Source Productions by, surprise, surprise, Lynn Ferguson, Neil Harrington and Chesney Hawks.